Hello there, and welcome to The Writing Endeavor, the show where we discuss the craft of writing and how to go from a blank page to getting your work published. I'm your host, William Eaton, and I'm here to accompany you on this writing journey. If you're new to writing, looking to pick it up again, or a seasoned writer who wants to learn a new trick or two, then this show is for you. Thanks for joining me today. Now here's the episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, The Writing Endeavor. Thank you for coming back for episode four. On this week, we're going to talk about second editing of my poetry book and outline reading first. Uh, Let's kind of dive into some small updates. Yeah, so it's, you know, the second week in December now. Yep, second week in December. Not really sure what's happening to this entire uh, month so far, because that definitely went by in a flash. Um, But, you know, New Year's coming, so hopefully that will be nice and fun kind of a mini secret update i guess you can look forward to uh i'm gonna do probably on the first of december i'm gonna do a special episode uh talking about kind of like goal setting and things like that so if you want like a nice mini bonus episode get ready for that because it's gonna be uh basically just me talking about my goal setting and how i do it and hopefully you can take some ideas from that and kind of go from there What's happened in the last week, uh, I'm kind of planning on doing like a mini update every week about what I've been doing and what I've been working on. So to talk about the novella, I haven't done much. (laughs) Uh, I think I kind of looked at my novella a little bit, but didn't really do a whole lot of writing. Um, And part of that is just uh, I've been a little burnt out this year and then work and trying to get so many other things done. I just didn't feel like I wasn't in the mood to do it. I know that kind of goes against my previous thoughts of like, just do little bits here and there at a time trying to get stuff done. But for me, I was just like, I I don't want to do it. I'm just not in the mood to do it. And I chose not to basically. I need to do a little better at that. But you know, it's, it's, I I think with work and school kind of like being in front of me, it's tough to kind of get always get motivated to sit down and know I have to try to do a little bit of writing every day, but it's just something I got to work on and work towards. So my plan is still to work on the, I'm going to call it the farmhand story uh, for my NaNoWriMo uh, piece. Uh, yeah, didn't do any work, so I can't really give you any updates on it. But I have the idea there, and I'm still working on it. I have a pretty good outline, so I'm just going to keep working at it. And my, I think I said it last episode, but if I didn't, uh, my plan is to try to do four novellas for the year of 2021. Uh, you know, write, edit, get it all together, and then submit it onto amazon and kobo and all those other things and try to just get a mini following going with that short story novella series and see how i do i don't know if that will work it seems like a pretty big goal to do because you know i i got my j job work is going to be starting or school is going to be starting in january and then the idea of trying to also write at the same time is pretty daunting but i'm gonna keep my goals high and my expectations low. So if I get to the end of the year where, you know, work's fine and school's fine, and then I wrote one thing, I'm going to call that a win for me. I'm not really going to get too bent out of shape if I can't get more than that done. But if, you know, if I can get four, amazing. But if I get one, I'm going to call that a win and just be happy with it. (laughs) So for the subject of today's episode... So continuing with the step of the, the writing process I did for my poetry book... After I did the beta readers, I did a second edit. 
you know, nothing too surprising there, but I got really good feedback from people and I said, cool, now I got to go and just do all the edits that they gave me. And, uh, I didn't take all of them. Uh, a lot of the notes were phenomenal and fantastic, but there's some things where like, it was just, Oh, like I don't understand this alliteration or I don't understand like the word choicing or, you know, this doesn't make sense to me and stuff like that. I was like, I get it. I'll do some tweaks, but some things I was just like, it's, if you don't get it, I'll try to figure out why. And if you're, information he gave me doesn't really make sense to me i'm not gonna make the edit because one person didn't fully get it i'll just make sure i can make it a little better and not that i do that for everything but you know sometimes you have those pieces where you're like no it's this is how i like it and it makes sense to me and i want to keep it that way <laughs> um but yeah for a lot of the other advice i kept and i made the changes i needed to do and a lot of the, some of that was really easy like some things i saw and i was like i just need to cut this entire thing out so i just made the book a little shorter other things you know, I just went through and reread a bunch of times or I realized that like maybe this this the the line spacings weren't right or maybe I needed to have a bit more um punctuation in some pieces and kind of doing that and editing that helped a lot. So I made that my main focus of editing and writing and cutting and rearranging. There were some notes about like reorganizing the book and trying to make things flow better, and I was like, that's gonna be the last thing I do before I go into the next step. So I was just like, you know, get the editing done, get the rewrites done, cut and change and tweak what I needed to. Cause that was the priority. I just wanted to get that done. So I knew everything was at its best level for what it could do. If I was going to present it to other people. Um, and some things like misspellings and poor punctuation, I either caught my friends caught or I knew it would get caught when I went to an actual editor and got them to edit it. Uh, so I wasn't too worried about that, but trying to get the poems to have a good pace, to have a good like structure, to to both feel well, like to, to have them feel well read, but to also have them look good on the paper was important. So it's, it was kind of a combination of those two things where I wanted it to to be a poem that flowed well, but also looked good on paper was I don't know, kind of a weird priority for me. <laughs> Once I did the main kind of chunk of editing for the poems that's when i went back and did kind of like changes to the flow of the book like i rearranged my um poems like i still kept i kept a basic edit of like tattoo poems and then kind of like the non-tattoo poems so i'd go back and forth between those i think i mentioned last episode that a friend of mine said you have a you need to have like a stronger poem at the very beginning so i went and chose a stronger poem to be at the front to kind of give you an idea of what the rest of the book was going to be about so i made that change and then i did some structures because like things kind of like narratively fell into one spot so i kept those kind of bunched together was still keeping like the back and forth with the tattoos and the non-tattoo poems in place and really just like kind of reorganized and kept it so that the flow was well paced and felt like it was a cohesive piece altogether uh kind of like liking it to like you know, an album by a musician, like there's a nice flow to how songs go. And if you don't have that flow, it feels kind of like disjointed and doesn't feel right. So I was like, I want to make this feel like a well put together piece. So that's what I did when I was rearranging poems and put them in the right spots. And in kind of in the whole entire process, uh, I cut a lot of things, things that either I felt weren't good enough or needed the, the amount of work going into it. I didn't want to put into for the book. So I, took them out, put them in the trash. Uh, I use Scrivener. So Scrivener has like a whole like trash bin, basically that's separate from like just deleting it from the file. So I put it there and then 
one day late at night, I went and I deleted that entire thing. So I don't have any of those poems saved. I could probably go and find a few of them. But a lot of things that got cut that I might want to look at again, I just I don't have anymore. Uh, so if you're using Scrivener, make sure you have a backup of your trash in case you want to keep it. Because I deleted mine and I don't have it. And I did some kind of like deep dives into Scrivener to try to find ways to recover it. And I couldn't find it. So yeah, have like a Google Doc or a Word Doc that you can just put your things that you cut on the side. And so you can just go back to them if you ever want to do that. And if anybody listens to this that knows Scrivener, uh, let me know if there is a way to recover trash. Because that would be great if I could figure that out to try to save something in case I do it again. Because knowing me, I probably will do that. Also, back up your files just in case because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Then once I finished up with the editing and kind of like the restructure of the book, I I went and did an out loud reading of the book. Um, you've probably heard this before where people say, make sure if you're writing something to have the book read aloud and have all those, everything you've read, like read basically, basically read everything out loud so that when you hear it, you can hear, you know, poor sentence structure. You can hear how things might not be fitting or working together. You want to have those things stand out to you and by reading them out loud you'll hear it like you can just hear it when you read it you can see the pacing like coming at you and you're like i've got to make these changes so i did that um and i kind of made it like a mini event for like friends and family i put a thing on facebook saying hey i'm going to do a out loud reading of my poems if you want to watch and listen partake um let me know i'll add you to like an event for it and some people like my parents and a bunch of friends signed up and joined in I think probably had like seven people total that day. And basically I was just, I read through the poems that I wrote and it wasn't anything of like a show. It was just like, Hey, I'm doing this. If you want to listen, listen, if not, I'm I'm not going to be upset about it. Uh, but yeah, I caught a lot of things that like, even after, you know, the editing, I caught issues that either the, the pacing of the poem didn't sound good out, read out loud or something wasn't like in a line wasn't structured right so I kind of made a note saying go back and look at it um, and I probably had like a page full of notes about things I can go and do and correct so I I ended up with like a page like a full page of like notes to go and correct and like re-look at different poems and try to fix things or um, sometimes it was about like line spacing or sometimes it was about trying to rewrite entire pieces because, you know, I thought they were good written and then I read them out loud to people and I was like, oh, this does not fit right. This doesn't look good. This doesn't sound good. So I need to make those changes, which helps a lot. So if you don't understand, like someone says like, oh, read this out loud and you're like, why would I do that? Go ahead and do it. You're going to like you, you can if you don't see it when you read it, you will feel it when it's read out loud. You will hear how it doesn't sound good. So go ahead and do that. Trust me, you'll be happy that you did. Uh, your throat might be tired, but it's better. Uh, promise me. <laughs> yeah. So basically reading out loud also gave me enough feedback that I went and did a third edit of the book. So, you know, yeah, second edit was done, read it out loud, did a third edit. And if you're thinking, wow, that's a lot of time editing and it's <laughs> a lot of time editing. Yeah, it is. And everything I did for editing and reviewing and feedback that I got, it all made the book better. So if you're sitting there being like, oh man, like three edits to a book, like, yeah, that's probably not, you know, that's <laughs> three edits is probably small compared to like what a professional writer does for getting their book published. They're probably up into like the five, six, seven edits. So if you're th hearing this and you're like, man, that's a lot, 
it's it every every edit I've done for any piece has always made it better. I've never done an edit and looked at it and been like, ah, oh, man, this ruined it. Like, it's always been like, oh, yeah, that was probably worse than I thought it was before the edit, and now it's much better than like than what it would have been if I just gave it out and let people read it. Um, so like, <laughs> so like the the ending of the last episode, I think I said, uh, editing, do it and do it hard. Uh, yeah, editing, do it and do it hard. You got to make sure you do it because it's it's just going to improve everything that you do. You can always improve your work if you're worried about an edit not making it good. Just save another copy so you have two copies. A good reminder to have is that if you think first line, last line is a good way to write, uh, you're probably a hack or you like the smell of your own farts. So don't do that. You want to make sure you edit it. Your first line is definitely not going to be your last line. It definitely shouldn't be your last line. So keep that in mind. Make the edits when you need to, and trust that editing will make things better. Um, so, yeah, two episodes of just cramming in your head. Like, make sure you edit, make sure you get it done. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be real exciting when you listen to these back to back. But thanks again for listening. I hope you appreciated it. Um, and if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Repressed Moxie. And I'm also currently working on my website. Uh, I'm going to have a website for this podcast and a website for like my author page, basically. Um, there's a big learning curve for that, so I'm working on the, getting them done. But if you want to check them out now, there's uh, links in the show notes. So go ahead and check them out. Hopefully, if you're seeing this you know, a month from now, uh, they'll look pretty nice and good and well put together. If not, they're probably going to see some links that don't go anywhere and don't make a lot of sense. So... I get those up as soon as I can, but thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the show and I will see you next week on the writing endeavor. That was it. Thank you for listening to the show. It's very much appreciated. Each episode is recorded and produced by me, William Eaton, and if you liked what you listened to and would like to help us out, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you use. Any reviews you post will help us out by helping other people find the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you can listen in every week. Our intro music, Emotional, and our end music, Day T, are by Baradine. You can find them at soundcloud.com slash See you again on the next episode of The Writing Endeavor.